Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Today is National Day of Prayer. It's, uh, I read this article after I'd already planned how I was going to open the show, but I think we can make her work. It says, on Thursday, which is today, Christians across the U.S. will join together to call upon God for the sake of our country during the 70th Annual National Day of Prayer. The theme of this year's event is Love, Life, and Liberty. Well, I didn't know the theme before I started writing, so <laughs> it's drawing from the New King James Version version of 2 Corinthians 3.17, which declares, Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Now, we have read that on the air before, but I didn't include that with my opening in prayer this morning. I have First Thessalonians five sixteen through eighteen. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And in Proverbs, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. And this is a combination of of a couple of uh, uh, scriptures, one's from Jeremiah and the other one I believe is from Isaiah. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with all my right, with my righteousness, right hand, with my righteous right hand. Excuse me. Do not fear the king of Babylon, of whom you are afraid. Do not fear. Do not fear him, declares the Lord, for I am with you to save you and to deliver you from his hands. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we bring our fearful hearts to you. In your presence there is no fear, and there are no tears. We bow before you each day, but today as a nation we come together once again. We are humbled at your throne. And pray for your right forgiveness. Bring this nation once again to you. May, may, be a, may we again be a people called by your name. Today, Abba Father, we look like the world of the lost. We act as if we have no hope. When we are children of the Most High, heirs to the throne of the Almighty God, you, the great I am. We have been prodigal children. We are prodigal children, seeking the sins and the pleasures of this world. And that has brought us to the feeding trough of the swine. Protect us. Guide us. Make us a courageous and strong people. Lead us not into the temptations of this world, but deliver us from the evil one. Make us a forgiving people. 
but not an accepting people. For sin is abhorrent to you and brings to us, to your children, much pain and suffering. I pray for your intervention of the leadership of this nation. Place in the path of those seeking to harm and destroy the Holy Spirit. Bring it to them, Father. Change their hearts, O God, and bring the nation home again. Bring America home, Abba Father. You have freed us from the bondages of our sin. May we now act as a free people. And may we be your light in the world, the salt that saves, the love that binds. For such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. From pandemic to perdition is what I've titled today's monologue. I often quote George Washington and ponder at his words and his wisdom. The marvel of all history is the patience with which men and women submit to burdens unnecessarily laid upon them by their government. Why do men and women do such things? Why are we fulfilling the cycle of from bondage to spiritual faith, from spiritual faith to great courage, from courage to liberty, from liberty to abundance, from abundance to complacency, from complacency to apathy, from apathy to dependence, and from dependence back into bondage? The daily devotional we read here in the office this morning was titled, Comfortable in Our Bondage. It was, of course, taken from Exodus. Oh, how they grumbled. They'd rather be slaves. People, for some reason, do become accustomed to their bondage. They become so accustomed to their bondage that they resist efforts to free, to be free. Any efforts to free them. There is a cost to freedom. And, of course, the obvious is the price Jesus paid on the cross. But for us to be free, we will need to sacrifice. What are Americans willing to sacrifice? In the final paragraph of today, Henry Blackaby states, As incredible as it seems, the Israelites were angry at Moses for disrupting the life of slavery to which they had grown accustomed. Have you been lulled into a comfortable relationship with your bondage? Do you fear change more than you fear God? Are you willing to allow God to do what is necessary in order to free you? God hears the cries of the Israelites. He heard their cries. After a long time, it said, the king of Egypt died. Now, before the the Pharaoh that we read about that made them slaves, they were not slaves because of Joseph's. But they saw that they grew in number. The Israelites groaned and they cried out under their burden of slavery. And their cry for the deliverance from bondage ascended to God. So God heard their groanings and he remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And he began to free them. He was answering the very prayers they had lifted up to God. And then they didn't want it. They prayed to be free, but then they apparently grew comfortable with their bondage. On this National Day of Prayer, do we pray for freedom? But what part of our bondage are we willing to give up? 
as more and more Americans rely on government rather than God. Freedom, nationally, looks to be farther and farther away. Oh, but when we seek freedom, when we sought freedom from King George, our founding fathers, Babylon, there were only 2 to 3% willing to be free. Dependent on King George for protection meant more to them. Their fear of his wrath was greater than their lust for liberty or their fear of God. But not all felt that way. They had a vision, our founding fathers, and breaking the chains of dependence was worth their sacrifice. Oh, they pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honors for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, property, and prosperity. Benjamin Franklin said, They met for prayer each morning during those days, those years of conflict. Perhaps America, we have a national day of prayer, but perhaps we should do the same and meet every day for prayer. Well, we do here on CSE Talk Radio, not patting ourselves on the back. I was humbled and had to be obedient to our Father. Those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary temporary safety deserve neither safety nor liberty. That was Ben Franklin. He also noted there is scarce a king in a hundred who would not, if he could, follow the example of Pharaoh. Get first all the people's money, then their land, and then make them and their children servants forever. All governments are more or less combinations against the people, and as rulers have no more virtue than the ruled. The power of government can only be kept within its constituted bounds by the display of a power equal to itself, the collected sentiment of the people. That was from Benjamin Franklin's grandson. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we will be right back. You can look for the silver lining, or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt, and while the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to 
your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bring an America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. We have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I have uh, one more quote here from Benjamin Franklin. He says, make yourself sheep and the wolves will eat you. What have we in America done or not done that we have now become dependent and relying on government rather than Independent. Government in the United States was never, ever, ever to be a centralized government from D.C. dictating to the people. Never. I have in my hand an article from Victor Davis Hanson. I just love this guy. And uh, I love him, but sometimes he uses too big a words for Beth Ann, and his articles are so long. But he is so spot on. The wisdom of this man is just amazing to me. Are Americans becoming Sovietized? Sovietized. If our wokes destroy people in the name of equity, then they believe their nihilism is justified. Well, I had to look up nihilism. I thought I knew what it meant. The rejection of all religious and moral principles in the belief that life is meaningless. You see, they are godless. Those who are trying to dictate over America and turn us into a Soviet state, a communist state, are godless. He says, what ultimately ended up, ended the nihilist, the nihilist Soviet system? He's asking that as a question. Was it not the Russians finally tried, I'm sorry, finally tired of the Kremlin's lies and hypocrisies that permeated every facet of their falsified lives? 
He says, here are ten symptoms of Sovietism. Ask yourself whether we are headed down that same road to perdition. And that's why I titled today's Pandemic to Perdition. Now, it happened before the pandemic, but the pandemic has escalated. It has taken the curtain away, the taken off the, the mask of what these people really want. They've removed their masks of communism and have placed a mask on your face. Think about that. He says, number one, there was no escape from ideological indoctrination anywhere. TV commercials, a job in the bureaucracy, a military assignment, all hinge not so much on merit or expertise or past achievement. What mattered was loud enthusiasm for the Soviet system. Wokeness is becoming our new Soviet-like state religion. Think about that. Carists assert the America that America was always and still is systemically racist without ever producing proof of sustained government. Now think about that. I mentioned earlier this week, we're the only nation, the only country with an Emancipation Proclamation where we not only freed them, but we put it down in writing. It is a contract. They are free. But are we free today? Number two, the Soviets fused their press with the government. Pravada or truth was the official megaphone of state-sanctioned lies. Journalists simply regurgitated the talking points of their party partners. Think about what's going on today on ABC, CBS, NBC, MES, oh, MSNBC, and even Fox. And sometimes, and I'm ashamed to say it, there are certain things that blurt out from Newsmax. I don't believe they're in bed with the Soviets. But certain hosts on Fox are globalists. And they're okay with the lies. They're okay with promoting the lies. Chris Wallace is a good example of that. And there are others. Some I'm ashamed of. Well, Chris, I'm ashamed of too, but he just is what he is, I guess. In 2017, some universities and independent media monitoring centers found that 93% of American network media coverage of the early Trump administration was negative. 93%. The most inflammatory of the media's political assertions, the Trump-Russian collusion. Hunter Biden's laptop, however, was a product of they claim, was a product of Russian disinformation. And the Capitol officer, Brian Sicknick, was murdered by a Trump rioter inside the Capitol. These were all false. They were all completely and totally false. Number three, the Soviet surveillance state enlisted the lackeys to ferret out ideological dissidents. Recently, we learned that the Department of Defense is reviewing its rosters to spot insurrectionary sentiments. 
The Postal Service recently admitted it uses tracking program to monitor the social media posting of Americans. Hmm. Left-wing CNN, he says, recently alleged that the Biden administration's Department of Homeland Security is considering partnering with private surveillance firms to get around government prohibitions on scrutinizing Americans' expression. From 2015 to 2017, the FBI, the CIA, and the Justice Department engaged in efforts to monitor and injure the Trump campaign and then sabotage a presidential transition. Think about that. Think about how the press, the media, the FBI, the CIA, the Department of Justice... Think about how they went after Trump's children. But Hunter Biden gets a pass. Number four, Victor says, the Soviet educational system sought not to enlighten, but to indoctrinate young minds in proper government-approved thought. Now, we see the Democrat Party doing this right now, and we see our... (laughs) public education, we see them going down this road. He says, currently, cash-strapped universities nationwide are hiring thousands of diversity, equity, and inclusive staffers and administrators. Their chief task is to scan admissions, hiring, curriculum, and administration of universities. Like commissars or diversity SARs, Police compliance with the official narrative that a flawed America must confess, apologize, and renounce its evil foundations. <laughs> Those evil foundations were what many of us call freedom. Number five, the official Soviet was run by a, a pampered elite exempt from the ramifications of its own radical socialist ideologies. So, too, the woke Silicon Valley billionaires talk socialistically, but live royally. Coke and Delta Airlines CEOs who hector Americans on their liberality, I'm sorry, illiberality, respectively, make over $16 million a year. What unites current woke activists like Oprah Winfrey, LeBron James, Mark Zuckerberg, and the Obamas are their huge estates and their multi-million dollar wealth. Just as the select few of the old Soviet regime had their Black Sea dockies, so our loudest top-down revolutionaries prefer living in Martha's Vineyard, Beverly Hills, Malibu, and Montecito. On number six, and I hear the music. We should be going into a break here shortly. You know, the Soviets mastered uh, what they did, or the rewriting of the airbrushing away of history to fabricate present reality. Are Americans any different when they indulge in a frenzy of name-changing, 
nighttime statue toppling monuments, defacing, book banning, and cancellation. I have an article here that I want to go over with you here in just a little bit. The White House, um, the Democrats, I'm sorry, the Democrats have drafted a legislation to erect a permanent insurrection memorial. With that, we also have the White House stands behind Facebook keeping Trump banned. Social media needs to do more to prevent disinformation and misinformation. I think they missaid that. They meant we got to keep the truth away from the people. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. It's National Day of Prayer, but every day needs to be a day of prayer in the United States because we're in a bad way, folks. And we will be right back. We have returned. You're listening to CSU Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I stopped there at number six because I wanted to emphasize what's going on um, with the, the White House. You know, Facebook's decided to to ban, uh, continue the ban of of uh, President Donald Trump, and Twitter says it's forever. It's forever. He's forever banned because they don't like what he says. It's not because what he says is wrong. It's only wrong in their eyes. You know. It doesn't meet their narrative. So the White House, they stand behind Facebook and keeping Trump banned because it says social media needs to do more to prevent disinformation and misinformation. So you see, they're working together, just like the Soviets did. They work together against the people, against liberty, against freedom, against truth, and against God. Number seven in... Victor Hansen's uh, article says, The Soviets created a climate of fear and rewarded stool pigeons to root and rat out all potential enemies of the people. Hmm. Since when did Americans encourage co-workers to turn in others for an ill-considered word in a private conversation? Why do thousands now scour the Internet to find any past incorrect expression of, of a competitor, a rival, or opponent? Why are there now new thought criminals supposedly guilty of climate racism, immigration racism, vaccination racism, and almost anything that's racism? Anything racism, he said. Now, you stop and think about that. And I want you to go back to our founding fathers and what we see today in politics, in the media. Our founding fathers did not prosper financially for their march for liberty and freedom, their independence. In fact, they pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honors. I haven't heard anybody, I haven't heard anybody in Congress pledge their life, their fortune, or their sacred honor. One man who I believe has done that 
is Donald Trump. Think about it. He's the only president I know of in my lifetime that didn't take salary. He's the only president I know of in my lifetime that walked away poorer than he was when he went in to office. Not Obama. Well, Truman, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Truman, maybe. <laughs> Truman's celebrating Truman's birthday tomorrow here. In tomorrow state. is yeah. Truman's birthday. That's the president from Missouri. And he... He said, if you meet a politician that's wealthy, he's crooked. That is an exact quote, but it's pretty much exact. And he was not crooked, I don't believe, and he certainly was not wealthy. He was from Independence, Missouri. Would you include Mike Lindell into that? Yes, I would say Mike Lindell has has given, pledged. Who can you say that has done that, or have you done that? You know, these these news outlets, even the conservative ones, they're profiting. I mean, they're getting wealthy and they even brag about it. Oh, we beat Fox tonight, or we did this tonight, or we did that. I'm talking about Newsmax. And I like Newsmax. I like them. I watch them. I watch the other. Got to know what's happening. But I'll tell you what, sometimes what's happening, what they're telling me, I don't even want to know. Uh, the guy that broke his leg in the fight. I don't know how many times Hannity had to show that. Well, I didn't care. Uh, 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 it was bad. It was it was newsworthy once. <laughs> yeah. But that's not bringing us back to liberty. I'm going to put you in that group, too. Well, I never had a fortune to lose, uh, so... <laughs> I know, but you, you're definitely not in this for the fortune. Well, I haven't been, that's for sure. I would have liked to have at least uh, been able to pay bills, but we have been. We God's have provided, and, and the listeners bills. have provided. We have paid the bills. But the Soviets' climate of fear and rewarding the stool pigeons, we see that going on now. And, you know, I've gone to town a couple of times here, and well, more than a couple of times, but you go to town, don't kick my dog around, as the old song says, you see people living in fear. You see these signs on the, on the stores to mask up when you walk in. You see these four kids, these young people in there with masks on their faces. They tell you to vaccinate, but you still got to wear a mask. They don't want you to go to school. And, oh, Fauci's, the CDC's, it's not going to be a fun summer at camp, that's for sure. They got to wear a mask the entire time. I don't, how do they swim with those masks? I don't know. I don't know. Did it, you see him kind of laugh? When they were asking him if he thought that was over-restrictive, and he kind of giggled and said, well, it's certainly conservative, but he just giggled. It's like, I don't even think he believes it. He doesn't believe it. They know exactly what they're doing, and they're they're laughing at you. You mask wearers, you two mask wearers, you folks that, that demand everybody get vaccinated or else, they're laughing at you. They tell you get vaccinated, but it doesn't make any difference. You can still spread it, so keep wearing a mask. Keep social distancing. Keep the kids out of school until the unions get what they want. There was this. How dumb can we be? Go ahead. There was this one lady that was wearing her mask, and they asked why she was still wearing it. She'd been fully vaccinated, and she says, "Well, she says if I take it off at her, people are going to think I'm a Republican." <laughs> that sounds familiar. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I'm a rebel. 
I'm an independent. I'm just a rebel. I don't even get flu shots, so it's not out of my character. It's not out of my character. I don't like shots. I got in trouble when I was a little girl because I cried and cried and screamed and embarrassed my daddy one time when we had to get shots. (laughs) Number eight, Soviet law, state prosecutors, and courts were weaponized according to ideology. What is it they're wanting to do in America? Hmm. He goes on, he says, in America, where and for what reason you riot determines whether you face any legal consequences. Politically correct, sanctuary cities with impunity defy the law. Jury members are terrified of being doxxed and hunted down for an incorrect verdict, and the CIA and the FBI are becoming ideological as the old KGB. Number nine, the Soviets doled out prizes on the basis of correct Soviet thought. In America now, most concede that Emmy, Grammy, Tony, and Oscar awards or Pulitzer Prizes do not reflect the year's best television show song or play or movie or book, rather than the most politically correct production from the most woke. You know, the woke are the the most in a coma, I think. Number 10, he says, the Soviets offered no apologies for extinguishing freedom. The Democrats offer you no apologies for extinguishing freedom and liberty. Instead, he says of the Soviets, they boasted they were advocates of equity, champions of the underclass, enemies of privilege, and therefore could terminate anyone or anything they pleased. Obama, O'Biden, Michelle, Kamala, Paul Ryan, Liz Cheney, Mitt Romney, Schumer, Pelosi, AOC, all of them, and more and more and more, Collins, and many of the Republicans that we trust. They say one thing in front of the camera. And they say another outside. America. Are we? I'd say the answer is yes. Becoming Sovietized? I'd say the answer is yes. I have a couple of articles I want to talk about that prove that. And thank you, Victor Davis Hanson, for your wisdom to the Americans who still love liberty. (laughs) But we seem to have been... uh, Comfortable, comfortable in our bondage. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. 
And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-990-6716 Eight hundred nine nine zero six seven one six. That's eight hundred nine nine zero six seven one six. Eight hundred nine nine zero six seven one six. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets, but up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert. The Nile River and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, They come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6716. 
888-627-6168. And use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I want to mention to you, as I I did earlier, and this is coming from the National Polls, the Democrats have drafted legislation to erect a permanent insurrection memorial. Twenty Democrats have co-sponsored this bill, dubbed it the Capitol Remembrance Act. It would direct the architect of the Capitol to design and install the United States Capitol is an, an exhibit that it depicts the attack on the Capitol that occurred on January 6, 2021. You know, the one where everybody who entered it didn't have a gun. That one. The bill specifies that the project must be installed in a prominent location and retain a permanent status. Property, damage during the attack, photographs, and a plaque honoring the sacrifice of heroes, including United States Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick, who died of natural causes, not from this. This is your misinformation. This is your lie. This is your evidence of Soviet regime in D.C., The architect may include artwork created to depict the attack on the Capitol, the bill adds. The legislation adds to the Democratic Party's continued exploitation of the event on January 6th, epitomized by President Biden, who recently referred to the event as the worst attack on democracy since the Civil War. And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who professed that she thought she was going to die even though she was not near where it happened. When Trump supporters entered the U.S. Capitol, she thought she was going to die, despite the fact that Congresswoman was in the entirety different, is in a different building. They lie and we buy it. Does America, do you think the majority of Americans want to pay for this? Because that's coming out of your dollars. Well, they can just print some more. You know, we talked about that yesterday. This is a lie. This is an out-and-out lie and a slap in the face to Donald Trump and to everyone who believes in liberty, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the Declaration of Independence. I beg you folks, get those documents out and read them and read the Emancipation Proclamation. We're the only country with that. It is not systemic. Yeah, we have jerks. We have people who are who are prejudiced against every color of people that God made. But that doesn't make our nation systemically racist. Soros. He's backed a magazine that pushes for five new states to end whiteness of government. The Open Democracy, a left-wing magazine funded by organizations linked to George Soros, called for granting statehood to five U.S. territories in order to end the whiteness of Congress. 
written by Carl Wilderquist, a professor of philosophy at Georgetown University, Qatar, the piece argues that one of the most transformative things Democrats could do with their narrow majority in Congress would be to grant statehood to the remaining inhabitants, inhabited U.S. territories. D.C., Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, American Samoa, and the Mariana Islands. The article, The Case for Five New States, argues that doing so would assist in ending the whiteness of Congress. <laughs> you mean like like Nancy Pelosi and Schumer and Liz Cheney? Yeah, she's pretty white. And all the, you know, come on, people. And by refusing to grant the statehood, the white majority is effectively choosing to guard and maintain its outside, its outsized influence in the federal government. Open democracy. That's your first hint that it's a lie. Once upon a time, you know immediately the story you're about to read is a fairy tale. When it says open democracy, uh, once upon a time, you know it's a lie. It's a fairy tale. Open democracy was, has taken several grants from George Soros' Open Society Foundations, including a grant from the Left Wing Group's Policy Center worth 50000 to 38000 and a grant worth more over 138000 from the Foundation in 2020 alone. The organization has been funded, the outlet, annually since at least 2012. In the time of our revolution, they had, they had underground newsletters. The Patriot, the voice of the Patriot that I receive about once a month, is an underground newsletter. I find that I, and Rudy is too, and those who are close to me were captured. All Americans, freedom-loving, liberty-loving Americans are captured in this time of revolution once again for life, for liberty, for the pursuit of happiness. In Lavoie Finnegan's book, and it is a, it's a fiction book, but unfortunately, fiction sometimes becomes reality. He says here, they demanded all food production to be put under government control. We were to give them that which sustained our families and then trust them when they said that they would take care of us. Huh, this sounds like taxes too. As long as that spirit of hate prevailed, I think we're talking about that in this uh, social, uh, Sovietized, there would be more blood and suffering. The suffering would continue until we as a people, as a country, were once again humbled. Till we once again were willing to respect a man's God-given rights, the right to life, the right to his freedom, the right to own and control property. How as Americans had we come to this? I knew I had been taught. I had studied and I had watched. 
I was not surprised. But all these people standing before us had been surprised. To them, this day had been inconceived. I had heard the words, words of denial, words of self-deception, words to ease consciences that had been pricked by the truth of what was coming. It can never happen here. It won't get that bad. This is America. Such foolish words, such blind people. When the country had long passed the point of no return, they still believed that with the next election cycle, things would turn around. Moral character and moral fiber were no longer requirements for those who ran for public office, but such ideas were openly mocked. They refused to see the regard, regard, that regardless of which party was in power, the government never seized its enslaving march of tax, spin, borrow, spin, print, spin. They thought the tin can of debt could forever be kicked down the road, that the party would never end. My friends, we are there, America. We don't have to imagine it. We're living it. And it's up to us to bring America home. Kosher. Certified. Put the two words together to get co-certified, which is spelled with an S-E-H instead of just S-H. It's the right way to spell this, the German way, and it made it easier to trademark. Now, did I tell you that the letters S-E-H still make the sh sound, as in all those American food producers saying, shh, let's keep it really quiet that our product is kosher certified. Think about it. Nearly one century of kosher certification, and hardly anyone outside exclusive observers knows that most packaged food and kitchen products are literally certified by religious intermediaries. Well, because you, consumer, are indirectly paying for this, the Co-Certified app is here to make kosher certification awareness an inclusive matter for people of all faiths and identities, and it even boasts a unique database of products not kosher certified. We call that NKC. Start meaning it. It's fun. NKC. Not kosher certified. Now to confuse our audience even more, we put a question mark at the end of our name, and that really cinched our trademark approval. It relates to the website where you can begin your new shopping behavior, thekosherquestion.com. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes, and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things, and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.